All right, so relating to that verse, the story of Paul, I think a lot of people can kind of relate to that in different ways. And it doesn't even have to be religious. A lot of it is just you catch yourself doing something wrong. And it's almost like a little bit of conversion in your own mind. Like, I need to change what I'm doing, whether it's to be seen as good in the eyes of God or just in your own head. Um, people, you know, can, you know, change within themselves yeah. to stop doing bad. Yeah, that definitely, I, that's definitely a key point. It is personal. It comes from within. It's not, it's not anything to do with, you know, the people around you, although they, they may influence it. Really the heart of conversion comes from within. Um, and I think it points to the fact that everyone has a destination. Like we have an end goal and life is a journey towards that goal. And there's specific points in your life when you're going to realize something has to change and you're going to follow through with that, hopefully. Um, but it really has to come from yourself. Uh, and relating to what both of you were saying, I know um, I always have individual experiences with um, realizing the wrong and trying to change that like, every day. It could be like, um, like talking back to my parents or like uh, just like getting upset with one of my siblings over like a stupid reason. Um, and then like a few like, like I'd say like 30 minutes to an hour would go by after doing something like that. And I'd be like, that's not um, like it wasn't that big of a deal. You know, I should just um, I'll just realize um, that it's not a good thing to do to like always, you know, um, like break the commandments like that and I'll realize that it's not uh, like, you know, maybe I should go to confession eventually. Um, uh, and basically like um, I always use the 10 commandments as like a basis for like not, um, not like trying not to sin. Um, so um, I'll always like recognize every bad thing I do is like, Oh, like did I break one of these? Did I um like, did I like make God upset? Um, and just mostly individual uh, references for me is uh, how I get through it. So yeah, and yeah, one thing I think is interesting is that the people around you and just the people you interact with, uh, we can call them society, um, is they usually try to bring you to that conversion to an extent. And then once you're past that, it feels like they're trying to bring you back. So in the case of Paul, he's persecuting and everyone's scared of him. And there are a lot of people telling him to stop, right? But it takes that encounter. Once he's over the edge, he's actually, you know, instructing society. And then they sort of want to pull him down and they're trying to persecute him. So it's interesting. It seems like society is in the middle of the two extremes and it pulls from either side towards itself. So, you know, you, they want you to be good. And then once you're too good, it's sort of like they want to pull you back and like uh, restrict you a little bit. I think it's interesting. Um, and also uh, society is like such a major representative for all the people in the world. Um, and their views on conversion and reconciliation are totally different than individual views because some people think that um, 
doing right is just so ridiculous and like they just can't seem to you know find like um like the peace to do to do a lot of right things so because um, you hear of all these terrible things that go on in the world um like these mass shootings and um just like all these types of crimes and it's just like it's terrible to think that like some people really don't know the difference between like right and wrong and that there's a need of conversion for um like society and not just uh individually but if individually we can all um, recognize right from wrong then it like benefits uh the whole society which um leads to a better world so yeah that's definitely true and all starts with humility you got to recognize you're in the wrong you have to know you're in the wrong and know that you need help and that's the first step before you can actually convert i think a lot of that is also just building a foundation in your head of you know, knowing what's right and what's wrong and surrounding yourself with the right people and, you know, following God if that's what you think your calling is. And if it's not even just knowing good from evil, that will lead you in the right direction, even if you're not a follower of God. Yeah, exactly. Right from wrong is always the first step. Mm-hmm. Just, just recognize um, what you did wrong. And then that that's the first step to conversion right there. Um, yeah, and following up on that, the second step would then be actually, you know, getting your sins forgive, forgiven. Um, obviously, this comes from reconciliation. Um, there are, you know, multiple times in which the Bible points to reconciliation. Uh, for instance, Romans 5.10, uh, it says, For if when we were enemies, we were reconciled to God by the death of his son, much more being reconciled will we shall be saved by his life. So it's a hopeful message and it shows that, you know, it's open to us. Like it's a gift. It's God's ready for us to come back. It's just when we finally can actually reconcile, reckon, recognize that, um, we can go to him and we can ask for forgiveness and it's there for us when we want it. Exactly. Um, reconciliation is the first step to conversion. Um, and as um, that scripture uh, reference just said, um, it's the reason why uh, Jesus died for our sins is so that, you know, we could do right and continue his work. Um, and in the instances that we, don't do that and we're wrong and we do bad things. Um, we go to confession and that um, basically um, gives us a completely new start. Um, uh, and again, of course, like we're always going to mess up. We're always going to um, sin every day. Nobody's perfect. Um, and there's no way you can go a single day without committing a sin. But that's what confession and reconciliation is for, just recognizing the um the bad things you've done, the wrong things you've done, and um, seeking penance and conversion. So, yeah. Something with reconciliation I see a lot is people are almost afraid to go because they don't want to face you know, their sins. But that a lot of times really just leads people down the wrong path. And people just need to realize that God will forgive you for anything as long as you're truly sorry for it and that like cleansing of your sins really makes you feel a lot better and makes you 
want to sin less and do more good for God. So. Exactly. And I also think about um, another reason that people don't want to go. It's not even the fact that they don't want to like say their sins to a priest and try to like um, get a clean start. It's that like seeing a priest face to face, like even those small things um, really affect people's decisions to go to confession. And um, also nowadays, like, even um, like well-respected priests and, and bishops will say, oh, if you just go um, twice a year, that's like good enough when really you should be going way more than twice a year because there's no way you can remember all the sins you've done. Um, yeah, like uh, like halfway through the year, you know, you do it twice. Um, it's, it's way too many. So like even going... Once a month, I think, is a perfect, um, like, starting point. And then if you're able to build that to, like, once a week, that would be – that's, like, an incredible um, incredible start because you can um, – it, it leads to conversion. So Yeah, um, yeah all, just, just building up that mindset of always seeking forgiveness, always knowing you're in the wrong, and always hoping that you can be forgiven. Um, but – one one sort of question I've been ruminating over is um, whether it works or not. I mean, like, it seems kind of weird. You go into the confessional, you say your sins to, you know, this guy sitting across from you. He says a prayer and then you're it's forgiven. Over. It's kind of weird. Like, how do we how do we know that works? Why can't we just pray for forgiveness? You know, I think that it's based on the feeling of when you come out of the confession box, um, I know for me, when I come out of the confession box, I feel like really good about myself because I got a lot off my chest. Um, and again, like get a nice clean start. Um, so yeah. 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 I think confession is really just what you make of it. It's if you are truly sincerely sorry about your sins and when you go to um, like say your prayers after if you really feel sorry about it then that like once your head is cleared and you feel like all of your sins are forgiven then I think that really leads people to come back but if you go in just wanting to have your sins forgiven so you can go to heaven you're not going to get anything out of it yeah exactly um, and a societal view um on reconciliation is people are always like nervous um, to go in, even though that like people will always say sorry to their friends, to their family members in person to them. So um, it's just as it's just the same doing it um, in front of a priest. But you're really not saying sorry to him. You're saying sorry to God when you do it in the confession box. Um, and it's definitely. Um, like different views, uh, again, with individuals and society because um, it's different for each person um, because each person could think that it's the easiest thing in the world or it's a nervous wreck for another. Um, and that paints the picture for society to make it like super difficult um, to just go and, you know, talk to someone, talk to a priest, talk to God about your sins and to just ask to be forgiven. So. Yeah, and that, that ties into the, the first step, humility. Um, it's definitely always these three steps of humility, forgiveness, and then turning around. It's all 
summed up in um, two chron- Second Chronicles 7, verse 14. It says, if my people who are called by name will humble themselves, so that's step one, pray and seek my face, which is, you can, you can see that as the forgiveness aspect, going to confession, and turn from their wicked ways, which would be the conversion aspect, to actually changing from your sin. Then I will hear from heaven, and I will forgive their sin, and will heal their land. So it's not just this one-step thing. There has to be that recognition, that, that um, seeking forgiveness, and the follow-through of changing your ways. Um, but it is very hopeful when he says, I will hear them from heaven and I will forgive their sin uh, and will heal their land. So um, I just think it's really hopeful. Um, and that also points to the fact that the power of confession and how we know it works is because if we, if you go in there with that humble mindset and sincerely try to change yourself and seek forgiveness, uh, it will work. And like you said, uh, it manifests itself in that feeling afterwards of lightness and that sort of that weight has been lifted. Right. Um, so I have, um, one question to ask. So if you, if you go into confession with that open mind and like just being humble and, um, like ready to, um, like say all of your sins and just, um, like, what do you, do you think that that's how you guys get out of it? Like, is that what you get out of it? Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I think so. Um, I think if you go in with that mindset, then you're going to get the most out of it as you can. Right. Yeah. And I don't know. I've heard, obviously I've heard that stuff like if you don't, like if you don't confess a mortal sin, then like it doesn't count because, you know, you have to confess all your mortal sins, how many times you've done it, whatnot. Um, but I feel like if you go in with that mindset, like you're not, you're not going to go wrong because either, either you sincerely forget something and for that there is leeway um, or you're going to be sorry, you're going to try your best and maybe you won't like, like there's often cases where you try to say your sin, but maybe you accidentally say it's the wrong thing, like just by a little bit. Um, and the priest sort of, if there's a miscommunication, he thinks it's something else. But if you're, you go in with that humble mindset, um, you have to remember like it's God that you're, that you're actually confessing to and God knows everything. So you don't, you're not like open to those, um, miscommunications because it's all communicated to God who knows everything. So yeah, I, I definitely do think that mindset is what determines uh, whether it works or not. And you know, yeah, whether you're actually forgiven. Exactly. Personally, I think if you follow all um, those three things, um, you will definitely feel like there was a sense of conversion and that you definitely did get something out of it. Um, and then that's one step closer to society and, even you as an individual too, um, like realizing, you know, right from wrong, recognizing your sins more often and then um, just um, understanding that Jesus, uh, you know, he died for for us and that so that we can um, recognize our sins and um, yeah. do good from, good from wrong, good from bad. So, yeah, definitely true. Yeah, so that's, I mean, that's, that's pretty much it. It's kind of it's kind of simple. It's just those three steps, really. Humility. Keep your open mind. 
then don't be afraid to um, say any sin because it can be embarrassing, but to get it off your chest it has to be the best feeling in the world. Yeah. So, um, and I mean, the priest has heard it all. Yeah, exactly. The priest isn't going to judge anyone. He's he's heard everything, and they're honestly just glad that you come in and are comfortable talking to them about your sins. Right.